The Adventures of Finochet, written and narrated by Marion Brennan and illustrated by Mark Beach. Chapter 13. The Competition With all this extra work for Gianluca's mom, the competition crept up really quickly. I had painted my rocket a silvery blue colour with red stripes on the stabilising grooves. I woke up early and had everything ready. I dressed neatly in jeans and my favourite sweatshirt. I put my rocket and controller in a wooden box that I had made especially for it. I packed extra batteries for the controller and the rocket just in case either of them went flat. The competition was at the RDS. This stood for the Royal Dublin Society. I had been there before for an investigation day where we did fingerprinting and handwriting analysis for investigating crimes. When I walked in, I could see the other children setting up. There were all sorts of cool contraptions. These were all in the invention category, which was the one I was in. There was also the research category, where children were showing the results from their experiments with graphs. One of the competitors had blindfolded their friends to see if they could tell the difference between two different types of chocolate. Of course they couldn't, even though they thought they would be able to. In the invention category, lots of things were moving and exploding. I saw a spider robot, a funny looking chair and a pen that squirted ink. I have enough trouble finding my stationery without it having a mind of its own, I said to Jean-Luc. Yeah, me too, said Jean-Luc, smiling. I tried not to look at any more inventions as I was getting nervous. My dad had asked permission to display my rocket outside, so the organisers had used red and white tape and some pegs to cordon off the launch pad. When it was my turn to show off my rocket, all the judges came outside. There was a big crowd of people, four judges, my mom, dad, Aoife, Jean-Luc's mom, Jean-Luc, and lots of other parents and children that I did not know. There were also two very tall men wearing blue uniforms that I had never seen before. They had very short haircuts and looked very neat. They had all sorts of funny things on their jackets, but I did not have time to look at them. I did notice small American flags on their shoulders and wondered who they were, what they were doing at the competition and why they looked so serious. I needed to focus and get ready for the launch. It was important that I set up my rocket just right because I would only get one chance. There was no wind, so I thought it should have a good flight. My dad gave me a pat on the shoulder. It was time. I asked Jean-Luc and my dad to start the countdown. Ten. Nine. Everyone started to join in. Eight. Seven. My heart was racing. Six. Five. I crossed my fingers and my toes. Four. Three. The whole crowd was roaring now. Two. One. Blast off! I hit the button and held my breath. My rocket took off perfectly with a fiery bang. I breathed out and controlled the thrusters to make my rocket level off. Then the tricky bit. I pressed the button for the wings. They came out perfectly. I let the rocket fly higher for a few more seconds until it looked really small. Then I switched off the gas to the thrusters and deployed the parachute. It had worked perfectly. Everything had worked exactly as it should. The crowd started to cheer, clapping and whistling while the rocket drifted back down to the launch pad. I felt like a hero. Mom and Dad hugged me hard. The judges were smiling, but they didn't give anything away. They still had another seven inventions to mark. 
they simply walked on to the next station. The two men in suits came over to talk to my mum and dad. I couldn't hear what they were saying and I didn't particularly care either. I was excitedly talking to Gianluca who was reenacting the launch. I started to pack my rocket away carefully in my wooden box. Now Gianluca's mum was talking to the tall men. She called me over. Gianluca's mum explained that the men were from NASA in America. NASA stood for the National Aeronautics and Space Administration Agency. This was really cool. The guys from the place where they made real rockets had watched my rocket launch. How did they know I was launching my rocket today? I asked Gianluca's mum. They saw the patent application that we filed, Gianluca's mum explained. How? I asked. All applications are put onto the internet once they have been filed, she said. NASA reads all the patents relating to rockets. They want to know if they can use your design in their next rocket, Finn. What? My design in a real rocket? Awesome, I thought. Of course they can, I said. Jean-Luc's mom took me over to the men, she said. Finn would be happy to license his patent to you. What? I thought. I didn't understand what that meant. I thought I would let her deal with the legal language. It was time for the judges to announce the results. We all went into the main hall. I was struggling with my rocket box, so Dad helped me carry it. I was shaking a little. There had been a lot going on. I suddenly started to feel a bit weak. I thought I could really do with a chocolate milkshake, but I also felt like I might be sick. The judges were standing up on the stage, all smiling. They launched into a long speech about how good the standard was this year. This seemed to take forever. Then finally they started announcing the prizes. In fourth place, Jonathan Biggs for his windmill sprinkler for watering the garden. What use was this in Ireland, I thought. It rains here all the time. In third place, Tyron MacDonald for his automatic water gun. No! Tyron could not beat me again! And in second place in the invention category, I held my breath. James O'Donnell for his spider robot. My heart sank. I didn't think my rocket would beat the spider robot. It was pretty neat. Last but not least, the judge boomed over the microphone, Finn O'Shea for his rocket design. I did not move. Had I heard right? Jean-Luc gave me a nudge. Go, he said. I walked up to the stage in a daze. Everyone was clapping and it seemed very loud. The judge shook my hand so hard that my whole body shook. They put a gold medal over my head and gave me an envelope. Then the camera flashes started. I could barely see my mum and dad at the back, but I could see that they were smiling very big smiles. Then it was all over. I walked off the stage. Was this a dream? I pinched myself on the arm, but I didn't wake up. I was very curious about what was in the envelope. More hugs from my parents, Jean-Luc's mom, then Jean-Luc shook my hand. I sat down and looked at the envelope. I thought for a second and then tore it open. Oh wow, oh wow, oh wow, I said, beaming a smile. It doesn't get cooler than this. What is it, asked my mom and dad and Jean-Luc together. It's a trip to London to the Science Museum. I've never been to London, I said to Jean-Luc. I've heard the Science Museum is very big and has lots of inventions in it, he said. I didn't think I could be happier or that my day could get any better. My mom suggested we all go to Eddie Rockets to celebrate. That would be great. I would love a cheeseburger and a milkshake, I said. After we had sat down and ordered, Jean-Luc's mom said that the man from NASA had been very impressed with my rockets. 
They said that they wanted me to go to America to talk to their designers. She said that Gianluca could go with me and that we would be able to get into a real rocket when we were there. Do you boys want to go to NASA? Yes, we shouted together. The end. I hope you have enjoyed listening to this chapter of The Inventions of Finochet. If you would like to read the beautifully illustrated version that has been illustrated by the wonderful Mark Beach, this is available on Amazon and at all good bookstores. For updates on new releases of chapters and books, please follow this podcast or join my mailing list. You can also contact me directly through my website www.mariambrennan.com and I would be delighted to hear from you. 